Welcome to OB Boss Babes, where we showcase female entrepreneurs, working professionals, community builders, and local makers and creators. Our podcast is all about babe supporting babes, learning about community builders, and of course, female empowerment. Get inspired to the only podcast in the Ottawa Valley that showcases local babes in our community and join our tribe of boss babes where everyone is welcome. What's up, Valley Bosses? This is Shay, the Rebel Rule Woman, and I'm here to tell you that January was frigid, dark, and lonely. And guess what? Here we are in February, ready for Love Month. And this month, I am dedicated to demonstrating my love for my community. And so, the word on the street is that your morale is down. All my friends, all their teams, everybody around us is saying, Shay, my mojo's gone. And so I'm about to whip out that magic wand and bring that spark back to your team, your friends, your community, whoever you hang out with that needs a little mojo. Book me today by DMing me in my Instagram at withshayla and let me know what does your team need? A little spark, a little love, need a laugh? right on let's do it together i will split the fee with your charity of choice and whatever budget you have come at me woman let's do this i am dedicated to loving my community and i can't wait to share it all with you call me hello 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 and welcome to the ov boss babes podcast this babe has been a certified athletic therapist since 2006 She spent 17 years in the Canadian Armed Forces, has been to and worked in 18 different countries, has been to five Pan American Championships, two Wrestling World Championships, Nationals for Olympic Lifting, Commonwealth Games, and numerous other international open tournaments. She is also an active volunteer in Renfrew County, providing services at local races for the last decade, and you typically can find her on the Ottawa River, on the Algonquin Trail, or at the Petawawa Terrace, enjoying the beautiful dynamic nature we have all come to love. Please welcome Victoria Cleary from BC Athletic Therapy to the podcast. So Victoria, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. We just had our open house and I was super happy to have you there trying out all of our different practitioners at BC Athletic Therapy. Victoria, I honestly had such a great time. There is nowhere I would have rather been on Sunday afternoon. It was just such a great eye-opening experience for me because I really got an inside look into what athletic therapy all is, which I mean, and we are going to talk about it on the pod today, but it's so much more than what I ever thought it would be. I literally was just like athletic therapy. Okay. So for helping injuries for, for, uh, athletes and stuff like that, or, uh, you know, to train people, you know, for the Olympics and and everything, but it is a whole lot more than that. Absolutely. And I mean, what we did with you, I mean, you're at a computer a lot for your job. You're carrying a child. Like we're all athletes of life. So we all bend, we all move, and we all twist. So yes, athletic therapists treat athletes, but we're really treating anyone that wants to better themselves or get back to doing the activities that they need to do. Uh, athletes of life, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, before we get into your business, Victoria, I want to talk about your extensive career background because you've been treating athletes not only here in the Ottawa Valley, but internationally. And you have quite the story in history as an athletic therapist. So can you briefly touch on your experience? Because it has been quite the journey for you. Um, so I joined the military in uh 1998 and I was an infantier and then I discovered athletic therapy when I went to school first for fitness and health and I met an athletic therapist and at that point um, I just I really wanted to get into school and I needed hours with a team and when I was deployed in Bosnia I actually got my hours with the battle group rugby team and was able to volunteer a little bit in the uh, hospital in Bosnia in Bosnia with the physiotherapist and then when came back to London Ontario able to get all my clinical hours so that started me off on my athletic therapy uh, journey and then 
when I graduated, I was able to, uh, before I graduated, I remustered, I became a medic, and I started working a ton of military sports. And when I was working with the military sports, regionals, nationals, and then I eventually got to World Taekwondo, where I met the U.S. Army Taekwondo team and was able to chat with them, told them, you know, I've been uh, having children and working a lot of military sports, but I really wanted to work nationally, internationally and need the experience to do that. So I was able to fly down to Colorado and work the U.S. national team selection and be the therapist for the U.S. Army Taekwondo team. Uh, when I was down there, I met the, uh, the Canadian women's wrestling team that were doing a dual training camp there. And uh, in between fights for the U.S. Army, I was able to treat Canadian wrestlers. And uh, near the end of it, the coach had asked me if I was able to stay and do the rest of their camp. And this is kind of a dream come true. And the Olympic coach is asking you to check out their their, their athletes, and this is exactly the path I wanted to go, and to kind of be hired on the spot for your skills and your, your skill set. Um, working combatives as an athletic therapist is not everybody's bag, but I, um, I was a rugby player growing up, and I had the background of, uh, you know, contact sports, and uh, that was something I really didn't mind jumping on the mats with the athletes and, you know, stopping blood or stopping any of those things. So you, you kind of have to want to work in that, that field. And mm. it was such a great fit and, uh, you know, hired on the spot and have been working over a decade with them now. So it's been pretty wonderful, you know, 18 different countries, five Pan Americans, two world championships, the Commonwealth games. And, you know, it's been pretty, uh, pretty amazing to be in the right place at the right time with the right skill set and uh i feel very fortunate and grateful for the opportunity to work internationally but still live and work in the ottawa valley and you accomplished all of that too victoria at a young age like you've gotten a lot done under your belt uh so young yeah well i i guess uh when Sheridan used to be a postgrad, so you go into that program at about 23 and then graduate at 26. And I had my children right out of school, so 27 and 29. Um, and I started treating from home in 2010. So, uh, yeah, basically 2010, January, and little kids, and the following year signed with Team Canada. And uh, by then, uh, in 2011, I was on my own, so trying to start a clinic, having two little girls, and uh, you know, just trying to make a name for myself within the Ottawa Valley, and it worked out that it started working out internationally as well at the same time, so mm -hmm. pretty crazy, but we have a really wonderful community here that uh, was bound and determined that I was going to be successful, really. I think the word of mouth around here and the referrals from my own patients were were pretty crucial in um, how successful at a young age because there's no way I could have done it all on my own. There, there's no way without the help of my friends and family and the community that we could have accomplished all the things that we did in that in that time period. So yeah, yeah. I feel like we missed a part, Victoria. I think some people are going to be wondering how you were doing all these things in all these different countries. How did you land specifically here in the Ottawa Valley? Oh, well, uh, being a military member, I, um, I was able to take a position at two field ambulance in uh, Petawawa up on base. And I started working a lot of the regional sports and that ended up landing me um, a position with the base hospital. So I worked at base physio for four years as an assistant. And at that time, I slowly started treating from home too. So the military brought me here. Um, but I definitely fell in love with the Ottawa Valley. Actually, when I was 15 years old, I came up here as dating a boy from Eganville. And there was something in me that knew I was going to be back up here again. And it was the people like he was, he had a wonderful family and wonderful, um, like community around here and so I actually felt something I know it sounds really weird but I felt something in me like when I saw all these rock cuts and pine trees and water and I was just like I'm gonna live here and then years later brought back here by the military and every time I came up here it just 
felt like I was home, even though I'm from Southern Ontario and I, I've been here, you know, 17 years now. Um, this is my home. This is where I've, you know, chose to raise my family. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a, a strange, familiar feeling to me being here. And it's always felt right. That's so funny. Well, I feel like with your your personality and how outdoorsy you are, Victoria, and we're going to get to that in a little bit because you are super outdoorsy. You love the, the wildlife, the nature, you love paddling on the river. Like you just, you are meant to live here. So I think it was like serendipity that like you were, um, you know, brought here by the military, but I feel like regardless, you would have wound up here in some other way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I definitely fell in love with winter when I came up here. Uh, Southern Ontario's winter is totally different than up here. And um, I never paddled before. I thought all of this was brought to me by the Ottawa Valley. And it's just uh, things that I feel embody my, my identity and my personality are here in the Ottawa Valley. So it's a really special place for me to live and work. And I feel honored and grateful to do it here. <laughs> So you mentioned, Victoria, that you were initially offering your services out of your home back in 2010, but what made you want to expand and create a multidisciplinary clinic that offers a variety of health services that include and also offer beyond athletic therapy? Okay, well, you say decide, and there's also, you can only break bylaws for so long, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Tana Petawala actually got me to do a bit of a talk on how I had to end up working with them to kind of move and transition my my business out of my house because we were just getting too busy. Uh, It started off with just me, and then I hired an assistant, and then I had to hire another therapist because I was just getting too busy and too burnt out. Um, And you can only have one other employee and and yourself working out of your home. And it was causing too much traffic. It was doing this, but it was just like, listen, like we are, we're ready to move. And it felt like kicking and screaming, like change sometimes feels like, no, I don't want to do this. And um, but when we found, uh, like I actually had a realtor that was like, actually we have this beautiful building and we were looking at houses and converting them and all this. And she, this building had just been through that down pressure. We had that almost tornado in 2013 and 2014, they were refurbishing it. So I got to stand in the dirt and plan the entire clinic. It was wonderful. And it just kind of came together that we like at that point met an athlete, like a massage therapist at a triathlon. Another one was recommended to me, another athletic therapist applied. We had a naturopathic doctor at that time. And it all just kind of came together very quickly in a matter of months. Like in a 90 day period, we had moved our clinic from my house to the second location that we've now been in for going on our eighth year. Wow. That's incredible. So it was you. And then who was working with you out of your home? Uh, We had a fantastic therapist named Riley. And so it was just her and I, she got engaged. She ended up going back to Kingston. So at one point it was only my assistant and I, (laughs) and then very like within the next few months, all of a sudden our team started coming together and our team has changed over the years because we have military spouses come in and then they leave and I mean people have to do what's right for them and like in their values and their truths so I feel like it's been quite the journey of we've had therapists come therapists go therapists come back it's been really wonderful to uh, you know welcome back people that um, were first our students and then coming back to us as therapists. Mm-hmm. So that was that's always been exciting too. And we love having uh, uh, students every summer. So it, hopefully it inspires some of our local our local students to want to become therapists and come back and work with us again. So we'll see. It's uh, it's been quite the journey, and I, I've definitely learned a lot from uh, you know having different personalities and different therapists and all those things. And I've, definitely made my share of mistakes and uh, had to shift and change my my leadership Uh, but it's been uh, it's been growth for sure Mm -hmm. for sure 
Now I feel like athletic therapy would be something Victoria that we'd see in bigger cities like Ottawa and Toronto, not necessarily here in the Ottawa Valley. And so how, when you first like opened your doors and you started expanding your team, how did you educate our community to show them what athletic therapy was, what an, what a uh, athletic therapist was, and to educate our community in the in the sense of uh, saying this is what we offer, this is what we can offer you to really get your business out there. Well, and it just with with that is like it just showed that we were different because I built my business on doing events. So eight to 12 different events a year. So because it doesn't matter if we had big billboards or radio ads or any of those things, and that's fine for other businesses. But the way like I built our my business and the reputation is doing small events. So the Deep River Triathlon, the Kids of Steel Triathlon, um, the Tour de Bonasure, the Tour de Whitewater. So it, it doesn't really matter what people say or what they do, but how they feel. And you actually need to experience athletic therapy and experience that it's a very hands-on approach. We're going to take a look at how you walk, how you climb stairs, how you lift, how you carry. And we're going to look at your muscle imbalances, okay? But the DNA really of athletic therapy is our field. So we covered a lot of sporting events. So we are on the sidelines of the local rugby team. You know, we definitely sat on the bench with the Lumber Kings before the seeing athletic therapists in action was one of our ways of, of how we promoted ourselves. And um, not to say that other therapists aren't, aren't going out and doing events, but to be treated by an athletic therapist is a little bit different because we're really trying to figure out like what your, everyone looks like their job and their sport and they have the muscle imbalances from those. So what we want to do is find the cause, treat the cause of that. And sometimes it's it's not what you're doing, just like uh, how you're doing it. We, we can retrain the mechanics of that. So it's more of a, a more of a hands-on experience that I, I find is that's how I've chosen to promote our business and promote athletic therapy as a whole. So it's going out into the community and, um, and showing what athletic therapy is rather than sitting here and talking about it. It's like, here, let me watch you lift here. Mm -hmm. Let me see how you're set up. Um, let me watch you walk. Let me watch you run. Let me watch you lift. And let's see what's going on there. Tell me about your pain. Because really people are the experts in their own pain. They live with it day in and day out. I'm just trying to get puzzle pieces to figure out why this is happening. I mean, time is money. And I, I definitely think that like, I would rather share my time than pay for an advertisement that people are still confused on what athletic therapy is, you know, where if they experience it way better, way better. Yeah. Well, that's why I find that it's so great that if the practitioner that you're visiting with maybe can't help you or can only help you go so far, there are other services in the building that they can refer you to right on site, which I think is incredible. Absolutely. Yes. And, and that was the thing that I realized as an athletic therapist, I can, my scope is only so big, but it overlaps with everyone else's around me. Every individual in that clinic is a separate business, but how can we better triage our patients that like, if I can only take you so far, could Pascal or osteopaths do more work on the organs? Or if you're having numbness and tingling, uh, could we have our neuroacupuncturist Chloe work on you? Or if it's a movement issue, could our massage and yoga practitioner, um, our massage therapist, Rebecca, work with you on really how your movement is? Because she's a stickler on the biomechanics of movement. So, you know, having me, this, all of these businesses under one roof, um, although we are separate, we're able to refer back and forth to each other quite nicely because you can't know everything. You just need to know enough people. So I need to know my scope of practice, where it ends and where somebody else's begins. So it's been a really wonderful uh, experience having those, that knowledge and that experience at our fingertips. And we're coming up with this wonderful triage system that, you know, 
um, not just our front desk people, but the general public can navigate mm -hmm. um, that if they're having a symptom, well, maybe they, they think they need massage, but they could try osteopath if they're not able to get into massage or if they're having numbness and tingling and they can't get in with acupuncture. Well, actually, athletic therapy can help with that, too. Well, I had to tell you too, Victoria, I was so appreciative when you reached out to me and invited me to your open house last weekend. And like I said, I, I enjoyed it so much. Um, I think that more businesses should be kind of taking that approach in terms of open houses. And I know that uh, COVID has obviously put a wrench in, in plans for that. And nobody wants to be sitting on 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 Zoom during during uh, virtual open houses and and consultations. I get it. Like I, I do this for a living. Like I get it. Nobody wants to be really doing this. We want to be having the in-person interactions. Um, I just think that more businesses should be taking this approach um, and not using open houses just for employee job fairs. I think it should be um, showcasing your business, showcasing your practitioners, and showing you know our community what you guys can all do for us. You really need the time and the effort of a one-on-one. And when we're on this healing journey and all of us are on, you really want to partner with someone like a therapist and somebody that's on it with you. So we're not making you better. We're essentially giving you the tools in your toolbox and empowering you. So we can treat you on the table, be it massage, athletic therapy, osteo, but all, all of us give homework. Mm -hmm. It might be nutritional homework. It could be herbal medicine from traditional Chinese medicine. It can be stretches and strengthening from our osteo, from our massage therapist, or from myself or Hitoshi or other athletic therapists. But all of it is meant to empower and engage people on their journey. We're just, we're just here alongside them on this path, cheering them on and giving them the tools. So it, it's kind of a great uh, and it's been a bit of an overhaul with COVID of how we've had to pivot and, and how we're going to run our clinic uh, a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. So Victoria, I want to focus on athletic therapy. So this is your forte. So break it down for us. What is an athletic therapist? So the people that you see on the sidelines in the NHL and the NBA, all those trainers that you see on the bench, those are athletic therapists. Oh, we are based in muscul musculoskeletal injuries, okay? So you get any kind of injury to your joints, to your muscles, that's our bread and butter. But we're first responders. So the people that you see run on the field, we're able to board these people, give oxygen, we can put collars on them. So the same as your, your uh, firefighters and police officers who are also first responders, athletic therapists are first responders. That's what sets us apart from your physiotherapists. They have a huge scope of practice, okay? They can be doing pediatrics and cardiac rehab and stroke rehab. That is not our forte. So we are um, dealing with our DNA, like we said, is in sports and in field. But we have also a clinic background that we can take you from the second you get hurt all the way back to high level sport. And in the Ottawa Valley, that might look like chopping wood. That might look like going out and, you know, hiking or all these people in the Ottawa Valley don't think they're active and they do so much by hand. They're super outdoorsy. They're very active. They paddle, they swim, they kayak, they um, windsurf. We have like kite borders out here. We have all kinds of skiers, all kinds of snowboarders, all seasons. And I mean, with athletic therapy, it is a good fit for the Ottawa Valley because of our active population. So, um, and it's not to discredit any other therapies or any of those kind of things, but we are also the ones giving out the, the homework. So you're not gonna be doing your homework in the clinic where sometimes when you go to other other places, you're there to do the, the exercises in front of the therapist where we're doing the hands-on work on you in the clinic and the homework is then maintained at your home. And most of these people are coming with some kind of fitness routine that we're able to fit it in or teaching people the habits to you know roll out your arches when you're checking your email or change your ergonomics that you're able to you know do some of these stretches during the day creating good healthy habits so um i mean i can't really speak to any of these other therapies but i know with athletic therapy um 
it is different because again, it is trying to like get people back to doing what they want to do. Um, not necessarily just like function. We want you back optimal. So it's not just about like being okay and just getting, you know, getting by and like, okay, you're good enough. You can go back to it. It's about, you know, living your optimal life. Mm -hmm. Well, you actually gave me some homework, Victoria, which I have been taking into account this week, I promise. So I know that a lot of us are all working from home, right? So I went from sitting in a chair at a desk all day. Now I'm like getting a little lazy now that I'm at home. I'm sitting in my bed with my laptop. I'm on the couch. I was telling Victoria, I'm like, I'm literally in the same position on the couch with my legs. And I showed her, I like literally showed you, Victoria. I was like, this is how I'm sitting in the right oh man so again just so were you able to like adopt some of those positions that we were talking about like legs apart legs together one leg over i'm sitting on the opposite side of the couch yeah i'm like i'm like so i and the other thing too that we talked about was like victoria was saying about how you can change your desk up like how you can take a, a sitting desk that you'd be regularly sitting at and turn it into a standing desk with items and objects that you have right at home. And you don't need to spend a ton of money. You don't need, you can like build one with your ironing board and who doesn't have Amazon boxes, okay? So there you could pile those up. And I mean, just making sure that we are designed to move. We're definitely not designed to sit all day or sit sideways on your couch with a laptop in front of you, Holly, and that you'll start to look like that. You will develop the muscle imbalances that you have day in and day out. But if we can move you as much, you'll start to look like that. You'll start to look like you adopt all those different positions as well. So success is a habit. And if we can just like tweak your habits and tweak your ergonomics and tweak the little things you're doing, you're going to see huge differences. So again, that's like my job as an athletic therapist is just to take a look at like what you're doing and how you're doing it and just little tweaks. You'll start to feel better. Well, I can already tell you, like I've already noticed a difference and I'm, I'm now actually being conscious about, you know, even ensuring that I'm getting up, getting my water, walking around the house. It's just those little things that it doesn't seem like a lot, it seems really trivial, but you're right. At the end of the day, it's going to affect us. Like you even said to you, you're like, you carry around your toddler in your head now, like, Oh, sit up straight. Oh, do that. People start to hear my voice. They're like, change your position, change your position. Don't wag your butt when you walk up the stairs. So that's always funny because I feel like I'm like the voice in a lot of people's heads right now. It's like, Oh yeah. Don't overreach. Like keep, keep my mouth close to me lots of little things and then you start you start integrating it into your routines and you're going to be very successful don't worry we'll get you out of pain all right now we have to talk about your team victoria because i know how much you want to rave about your team and you're so proud of all of them so let's first start with your counterpartner hitoshi who is also a certified athletic therapist so what can someone expect in their initial consultation with Hitoshi or even yourself? So we're taking a look at, again, uh, you're, it's a, an hour assessment that you're always going to be coming in for. And we're going to take a look at the, your range of motion. We'll be doing some special tests to narrow down exactly what is it that uh, the issue is. Okay. And when we're doing that, we may get you to walk upstairs. We may get you to walk back and forth. We may even get you to pick up a bar and lift it over your head. Um, we might even have you run outside if it's a running injury, because we want to do an assessment of what is going on with you. So you can, it might be a little bit different than some of the assessments that you've seen before. So if you're having problems with your squat, we're definitely going to watch you squat. If you're having problems when you're getting up, then we're going to watch you get up and we're going to take a look at all of those kind of things. So we're going to ask you how you sit. And it, it's a really in-depth analysis of you, your life, your lifestyle, and the things that you're partaking in. And it's, there's always a hands-on treatment involved, even in your assessment. So you're pretty much, uh, if you're going to expect some treatment during your assessment, but you'll leave knowing what is wrong with you, 
or what the, the problem seems to be and how we're going to fix it. So you should always leave any practitioner understanding what the issue is, what the name of it is, um, and what the goals are, how you're going to fix it, what's stretching and what's strengthening, why you're doing those. So it's a bit of an education component as a part of your assessment as well. So Hitoshi and I, uh, Hitoshi was trained in Japan first for his first undergrad in athletic therapy. And then he came to Canada and redid his athletic therapy in Winnipeg. So he has two degrees, eight years of athletic therapy training. And we share him with the Sensplex right now too. So he's back and forth quite a bit and he's a phenomenal athletic therapist. So I, if you can't get in with me, you, you can get in with uh, Hitoshi as well. So, all right. Yeah. So next we're going to talk about Chloe, who is a registered acupuncturist. So what is acupuncture and what benefits does it all offer to someone? Okay. So I just need to tell you that I actually used to go to her. So I, I discovered her because I couldn't get in with my former acupuncturist and, um, I believe in, uh, in acupuncture. It helped me pass kidney stones in the past. So if you're having ailments in your body that you feel that you can't um, recover from. So she has helped me with numerous things and I just don't wanna miss anything. So acupuncture is very different from dry needling, although it incorporates uh, dry needling in treatments, the two are often confused. So what we want is, to bring blood flow to the organs, muscles, and brain through the fascial channels known as acupuncture meridians. Most acupuncture points are located within the nerves uh, where the muscles are innervated and also where the muscles insert. Um, the thing with Chloe is that she is a neuroacupuncturist and she's super, super passionate about this. So she's been able to help people with uh, infertility, numbness, uh, numbness and tingling, neuropathies, uh, dermatology issues, insomnia, menopausal sim sim symptoms, peripheral nerve rehabilitation, PTSD, and so much more. I was having problems sleeping at night, uh, just with stress, you know, we're changing over during COVID and definitely helps me sleep. She prescribed herbs for me um, to help me with them. They tasted awful. I'm not gonna lie, they're really bad. But that almost like, you're like, oh, I'm taking something that's good for me because it tastes bad. Um, but like, I can't speak enough to like the amount of people that she's able to reach and treat so I'm sorry, I kind of like read off some of those things, but like it is all connected. The fascia that uh, the connective tissue that encompasses your liver also has a direct correlation with your eyes, like something like that. That's what she can treat. And she's one of few uh, neuroacupuncturists in Canada. And we have her here in Petawawa. It works really well with what I do, especially treating a lot of concussion patients. Then their next appointment is with her. And so she's getting them better sleep, better recovery times. We're able to increase their work-rest ratio. And that's because of what she does. And so it works really, really well with acupuncture and um, athletic therapists working together. So uh, traditional Chinese medicine uh, encompasses the whole body. And so that's what we want. And that's why it differs. Not to say that dry needling is not great and that you won't get that other places. But I mean, we want to treat the body as a whole and the person as a whole, really. So this is why it's so wonderful to work with her. And the other thing, too, that I found really interesting about Chloe was that um, actually, I shouldn't even say interesting. Mind blowing is that she can read people's ears and she can like... <laughs> You know, like that I thought was so fascinating because she could literally look inside your ear and she's got a diagram on her wall where she's able to dissect through looking at your ear. Like it was astounding to me. And she was like, look at Victoria's ear. And I'm like, what am I looking at? I'm looking at like a regular ear. She's like, nope. Like look at the redness here and there. And, and I'm like, I don't understand any of this. And yeah, so we were able to, I sprained my ankle bad this summer and you could see that there was like a little vein and like when it was acute, the vein was blue. And now that it's more chronic, it's red, you know? And so she was teaching all of those kind of things. And, you know, um, to add on to if you're already getting athletic therapy, if you're already getting massage, 
to add on to that treatment with like a whole body treatment through traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, it brings the patient to the next level. So as much as we want people in the clinic, we want them out of the clinic. Mm -hmm. Like as much as we want to bring people in and educate them and do all those things, the point is to get them better so that they leave. And I said, don't worry, they're Ottawa Valley people. They'll go mess themselves up another way. They'll be back, right? <laughs> like they're crazy active, crazy sporty. So, I mean, if you do a good job for people and if you're able to get them back sooner and you're, you're covering all of the bases of healing, not just the body, you're getting the, not just the, you know, just the muscle, we're addressing the fascia, we're addressing the stress. We're addressing the insomnia, like your rest, recovery and rejuvenation. If you're not sleeping, you're not going to heal, especially with our concussion patients. Since this is why she brings them to the next level and they're able to get better faster. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really wonderful to have her. Thanks for tuning in to the OV Boss Babes podcast. We're going to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. COVID impacted your work life. If you've been laid off, want a different job, or even a new line of work, do yourself a favor and visit PMFRC's employment services. Their team of friendly, knowledgeable staff will help achieve your employment goals. All services are free, confidential, and tailored to your needs. Make 2022 your year to shine. Call PMFRC Employment Service at 613-687-1717 or visit petawawaemployment.ca. Are you wondering what jobs are in demand in Renfrew and Lanark counties? Do you want to know what the workforce demographics look like for your industry? Want to know what the median salary is for your workers? Well, the Labor Market Group of Renfrew and Lanark is here for you. We recently launched our LMI Help Desk service which is your source for local, reliable, and timely labor market information and insights. If you have questions about local industry, occupation, or job posting trends, the LMI Help Desk is the perfect resource for you. We'll get you the labor market information that you need to be successful. You can find the LMI Help Desk on our website at www.renfrewlanark.com or send us an email directly with your questions at lmg at algonquincollege.com. The Town of Petawawa and the Petawawa Business Advisory Network are pleased to support local businesses. Small businesses are an integral component in vibrant, dynamic communities. By their very nature, entrepreneurs innovate, disrupt the status quo, inspire creativity, and promote skills development. Small businesses are the very fabric and rich history of a diverse community. Support local businesses. Check out shoppetawawa.ca, your one-stop resource to finding businesses in Petawawa. View promotions and messages connected directly to business, social, and shopping platforms. Help our small businesses. Shoppetawawa.ca. Rack Consignment Shop in Armprior. If you're looking for designer and brand names at great prices, stop by and see me at 90 John Street North, downtown Armprior. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Next, we have Rebecca, who is an RMT and also offers individualized one-on-one yoga classes specializing in Hatha, Yin, and Slow Flow. Can you explain now why someone might want to consider Rebecca's intimate yoga classes and how this type of movement therapy also assists with pain reduction? Well, Rebecca's a stickler for biomechanics, like how someone moves. And with the one-on-one yoga, she's not just putting you through a yoga pose. If you're stuck on a yoga pose, she'll stay there. Even though she has a whole plan that she's written out and everything, she will stop and she will make sure you're in the correct movement. And this is really crucial for neural pathway tra- uh, training because your brain and your body move together. And if you're just going through the motions, well, that's not going to be helping in your pain reduction. She will like tilt your pelvis the right way and like get you to come out of the pose and then back into the pose. And now how does that feel? It's totally 
individualized and personalized to that person and to their body. And I mean, if you're not doing a, a movement correctly, then you won't even know. So having the one-on-one and the retraining of the neural pathways is huge for, for pain reduction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is crucial. And her being an RMT as well is, is wonderful because you can actually claim a portion of the treatment as well because she is doing massage and yoga together. So it's really wonderful for people that maybe wouldn't, um, aren't ready for a class. We, we definitely have some people that uh, don't want to go to a yoga class, but they don't want to do online either because they don't know what they're doing. So it's a good place for beginners to start, but it's also a good place for the people that, uh, you know, have, feel like they, they, they have, they want like the next level of their yoga practice. So maybe they've been yoga, yogis for a long time and they just want to kind of go to the next level. So it's great for everyone, really. And I totally recommend, uh, you know, beginners and even our more elite yogis to book in with her so that she can kind of get everybody to where they want to be. I really enjoyed that aspect where she was actually able to watch and view what I was doing. And guess what? I was doing downward dog wrong. And I know a lot of you guys listening are like, Holly, how on earth could you be doing a downward dog wrong? But guess what? The majority of us are doing it because we're going all the way back and not kind of dropping our knees a little bit. You actually are getting a stretch. And I found that in the half an hour that I did that yoga practice, and I used to think that like yoga was boring and I needed heat and quick movements, but the slow pace and actually recognizing how I was moving my body and actually taking in the stretch with Rebecca guiding me. I was sore afterwards. I actually felt rejuvenated. I felt like I got a workout in. So I 100% recommend it. Oh, and you know, and she's so passionate about it. She's so passionate. She loves it. And that's her thing. One-on-one, Hatha yoga is where she's, where she is like, that's her jam. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you can tell she loves massage. She loves yoga and she loves how the human body works. And this, she's a stickler on these movements. So It's a really wonderful thing. And I'm so happy that we get to offer it here. All right. So next we have Skylar, your holistic nutritionist. Now her expertise goes beyond weight loss as she also focuses on gut health, adequate sleep, stress levels, hormonal imbalances, and so much more. So how does Skylar bring her holistic nutrition approach to athletic therapy? Well, and again, we are treating a ton of concussion patients. So as soon as a concussion patient comes in, we know they're in inflammation right off the bat. There are chemical changes in your brain when you get a brain injury. So taking care of your gut health also helps your brain health. So if you have inflammation in your body, your next appointment is with Skylar. And you could be reacting to the food you're eating, your stress levels, all of those things. So working with uh, Skylar in conjunction with athletic therapy is helping the recovery system. And I mean, you could be eating things that are, you know, you've eaten your whole life and you don't even realize you're reacting to them until you take them out and then your symptoms are better. So she's making like making slight changes or adding more in, which is what I love uh, about holistic nutrition. You're thinking you're going to be cutting all this out, but she's like, filling you up with other things that are nourishing your brain, your, your really important omegas for brain health and for recovery and all kinds of things that like, you just don't feel deprived because she, she may be introducing new things rather than depriving you of the other ones. And, uh, you know, simple little add-ins that you never realize. And again, people, I think everyone feels like they're, you know, I know food I eat every day, but working with a holistic nutritionist is going to be the way that you optimize your recovery, your rest, your rejuvenation. And like, even at the times that you're eating can affect that. Like who knew this, right? So, I mean, if you're eating certain times of the day, that's going to affect your digestion. That's going to affect your inflammation, all of those things. So, I mean, we've all learned a ton from her already. And uh, it's wonderful to have her as a part of our team. Because again, we're about getting people out of the, of the clinic, not keeping them in the clinic. And she's pivotal in that. Mm-hmm. Finally, we've got Pascal, who is an osteopath. 
So what does osteopathy all do and how does this hands-on approach help restore the normal function and stability of the joints to help the body heal itself? Pascal's pretty amazing. I definitely want to be an osteopath when I grow up. I, right now, I just take the, the courses as I can afford them. And uh, But Pascal has finished her osteopathic training. She, she treats everyone from newborns, newborns, to children, to adults of all lifestyles and all backgrounds. Now, she'll do a pretty extensive intake with everyone. And she, again, treats everything in the body. She moves the bones of your skull. She moves the organs in your body. She can work on the joints. She can do things. It will be a lot, it will seem a lot more subtle than what maybe Hitoshi and I are doing, but it's quite powerful. You may not feel the effects right away, but about 24 to 48 hours, you'll be feeling the effects. And just like us, she gives hand strengthening homework. Um, sometimes she'll even consult with us, but it is a very gentle treatment, but it's very, very powerful. And like I said, I, I'm a full believer in this. And we all have these asymmetries in our bodies, um, maybe in how we walk, how we sit, how we stand. And like her job is to restore the the natural like homeostasis or neutral like function of everything so it is working with the body as a whole once again and again when I'm stumped it's always like okay you're going over to osteopath and it's been wonderful to give that option to our patients uh, because I feel like there's lots of people that I can treat but if I'm not getting someone better why would I continue treating them when I could refer them to someone that has a different skill set than myself. So it's, uh, it's been really wonderful to have it. And not a lot of people know about osteopath, like, especially for newborns, especially for moms, like we're in the middle of a baby boom. So I, I feel like there's so many pregnant women out there. There's so many uh, babies and, you know, watching mothers come in and they look exhausted and their babies haven't slept. And then you know, you see them a couple of days later and the baby is happy and mom looks rested and happy. It's been wonderful to have her here. And although she's only been with us a few months, she's really um, connecting with the, the people in the community and of all ages and of all backgrounds. So not just kids, not just babies, but like everyone. I wish I had met Pascal back when I was pregnant with my daughter, because I will tell you, my daughter's legs, she, her body was somehow like stuck in my ribs and it was right at the middle of the pandemic. And I was like, I'd never been to a chiropractor before. And that was my first instinct, right? Like many people's would be, it would be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm in pain chiropractor. That's, that's the answer. And I went and guess what? They couldn't tell me anything. They said, well, there's nothing really that we could do. Um, we can kind of move some things around, but your baby's kind of stuck there. I know you're in pain. You can't take Tylenol. So sorry. Like there's nothing we can, we can really do. And Pascal was like, oh, sorry. that was your, your response, uh, your experience, yeah. but no, it's been wonderful to like, kind of see her. And like, we had another woman in the clinic and I was just like talking to her and I'm like, you should really book in. So she first booked her baby and then, then was able to go in herself and she just looked like a different person, you know, like uh, just better and rested and the baby slept. And if, if baby is sleeping, mom is happy, right? So, <laughs> right. right. And I mean, when you're a new mom, it is so overwhelming. And a lot of these moms, uh, you know, uh, they're on their own because somebody's deployed or their partner isn't around or, you know, it, a lot of it is like, okay, I'm trying to figure this out on my own. And just to be, have a therapist that you can kind of partner with. And that is like with you on this postnatal prenatal journey. And I, I mean, I wish I knew about this stuff when I was pregnant, it would have been really, really important to, uh, to have get, uh, like sought out. Cause I had those those like you know the feet up in the the ribs I swear for the last month and a half I walked around <laughs> with my hand just holding my daughter's feet like I don't know I don't know what this is so I again there are answers out there for moms there are answers out there and Pascal's got the answers she's got the solutions so it's pretty amazing well one thing I want to kind of touch on is that you were actually a single mom raising your girls, hashtag girl mom go. I love girl moms because I'm a girl mom. So I'm biased. Um, but you were a single mom raising your girls by yourself, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, doing it all. How did you find 
that you reach success in your career goals while also raising your kids? Okay. I asked for help. <laughs> asked for help. Um, I broke. I broke, man. I was pushed to the brink. And, um, you know, whew, I wish I would ask sooner. Mm -hmm. So, like, being a successful mom, yeah, I mean, like, how do you measure that? Like, if your kids are happy, if they're healthy. So, like, I'm so grateful for this community. Like, I'm getting emotional right now just because asking for the help. Uh, we just recently hired um, Michelle Brecken to revamp our whole clinic, look at our numbers, redo all of it. Because 2020 and 2021 numbers are totally different than 2019 numbers, right? So you know, asking for help, asking for help with my children, asking for help with my business, asking for help. Um, I don't need to know everything. I just need to know enough people. And I think that the successful, um, I and I didn't do it alone. That's where like Holly, it, it, it didn't, it wasn't just me. It was my family that came up and took care of my kids when I was in Sweden. It was my friends that took care of my kids when I was in Russia or off at Canada Games in Alberta. It was the people that supported me in my journey of being successful. So like asking for help and freaking hire a maid, women, hire them. Get people to do your driveway. Don't white knuckle it. It's ridiculous, okay? Like, you kind of feel like you have to do it all, but like, we are not, a, like, my mom came and she's like, how are you pulling this off? Like, someone needs to be here full time. And like, it's just me, mom. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, this is crazy. Like, how are you doing this? And like, you know, it pushed my children to the brink and it pushed me to the brink. And I'm glad that I got the help that I needed. Um, you know, I'm glad I spoke to counselors because it was like, I was stressed to the max. And I, things got a lot better for our family and for me when I started asking for help. So I didn't do it by myself. <laughs> and I'm still asking for help and I'm still getting the support I need. And I'm definitely still, you know, able to reach out and, and say, okay, this is too much for me. And this is, um, this is what I need. So, uh, so it's a little bit of a falsity. I know I didn't do it alone. No, it's not an island. Mm -hmm. I think for a while there, I was white knuckling it and it was 100% all of the people that helped me and supported me in my, my journey and my pursuit of greatness. That's when I started being successful. And we're, we're about to catapult into a whole new level and I wouldn't be able to do it with someone like without Sh uh, Shayla Brecken. So she, you know, is revamping all our numbers. She is revamping like how our clinic is uh, divided up into these separate businesses. And it's, it's imperative to, to ask for help, like know your scope of practice and like where you need help. And it's, sometimes it's cleaning and sometimes it's someone shoveling your driveway or mowing your lawn or any of those things. Cause man, you can't do it all. So, and it takes a village, 100% takes a village. So, I mean, get also get a wife. Every wife needs a wife. <laughs> I had a wonderful wife, dead serious, man. Uh, my beautiful friend, uh, she, I called her my wife for years because we were a street apart and she wanted to go back to school. So I put all her kids on the bus and she took mine off the bus. You know, like if you can get somebody that can back you up and you back them up like can you imagine if you had a wife like right <laughs> I, have, I have one I call her my non-sexual life partner because and that's what we call each other she's like literally she's like my she's my best friend and we call each other our non-sexual life partners because we are always there for each other we're always a phone call away if if I am desperately needing someone to watch my daughter she'll always step in I feel like she actually helps me out more than than I help her I feel it's very very one way because she never asks me for help but uh and I have the help at home so what, what am I doing her. with you that kidnap her you kidnap her that's what I would do with mine or I just like bring her coffee or do something I was just like hi I'm just taking her I'm like, you're responsible for the kids. We're going on a date. Yeah. Doing. And like people 
have asked me how I've done it. I'm like, oh, I never did it alone. Mm-hmm. I never was doing it alone. I am successful because of the people that helped me and supported me. And that I am grateful for. Victoria, I love that you are advocating this line that, you know, it's okay to ask for help because I think that we as women pride ourselves so much on doing everything ourselves and, you know, reaching that brink of no return where we're exhausted, we're tired, we're trying to juggle everything and we're just, you know, we're go, 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 go all the time. And I think it's so important. You're right. Like to say, you know what? I'm not okay. I need some help. I need a hand up right now, whatever that case may be in order to be happy and in order for your family to be happy. But most importantly, you, because if you're not happy, your kids aren't going to be happy. People around you aren't going to be happy. It's going to be a domino effect and you have to take care of yourself. And you're right. If it's something simple for getting your driveway done, having someone come and help you clean your house or just taking your kids for a little bit so that you can get a break and focus on your career goals or whatever goals you have, even if it's just to pamper yourself, we need to remember that we come first. 100%. And I, I just like, uh, you know, I am a single mom, but I, I definitely had a lot of help throughout the way. And my family doesn't live around here. So my friends are my family. I choose. And, you know, I have a wonderful partner now, but I mean, I, um, there, there has been a lot of people along the way that have helped me and supported me. And I am grateful for all of them past and present, um, that helped me get to where I am. And they're also helping me towards where I want to be. So the, the helping never ends, but like, we also take in students. We also are, you know, I trying to pay it for it as well, helping them. So I, as much as people have helped me, I'm really trying to pass it forward to the people that work with me to the students that we've had and uh i i just hope that i can help others as much as people have helped me i'm going to tell you right now victoria you are setting an amazing example for your girls an amazing example thank you very much all right victoria it's time rapid 10 are you ready oh Oh god Okay. Let's go. Okay. What's the worst sports injury you've had to treat so far? We, I saw a dislocated jaw when I was at World Taekwondo. Luckily we had some doctors on it right away. So I didn't actually have to treat that one, but we've definitely had a lot of dislocations, um, uh, fractured. Yeah. I would say like a dislocated shoulder that was a with a, uh, fracture of the clavicle that one was pretty gruesome but uh we we're able to get it off to the hospital right away there was a pretty bad ankle fracture i was in school that was like oh my goodness and the guy was going to shook and we were able to like literally take a piece of board off of like i i guess it was like the wall and like make a splint out of it for this guy and like stabilize him and get him into the ambulance so yeah that was that was pretty gruesome too but those 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 two I like that one was rugby one was soccer those are pretty pretty gruesome ones so once they're rescheduled and there are go what's your role in the Ontario Winter Games so the Winter Games are canceled right now but I am the lead medical for the 2022 games that will hopefully fingers crossed be reschedule for 2023 it looks like it's a go right now and we're just uh we're conferring so that's exciting to be the lead medical for that so hopefully um that's that's what we get to host here in Renfrew County yeah that is exciting what an honor yes I feel really lucky to have been chosen for that role and it's been a lot of work up until this point we were just putting together our medical bags and then it got canceled but we still have all this stuff. So we're just going to hold on to it till next year and, uh, and pull off the games next year. That's right. All right. It's hockey season. So how can we prevent hockey related injuries? Uh, hockey related injuries. Okay. First of all, I think it's knowing some of the, of like where your mouth guard, where your neck guard, make sure you have your appropriate equipment. Um, those are some of the things that we see that kids aren't wearing their helmets properly, their chin straps, their mouth guards, they're chewing their mouth guard. They won't put their mouth guard in. 
uh, neck guards. And I, I think just educating patient, uh, patients, parents, coaches on signs and symptoms of, and if you get hit, you sit. So it, you're not going back out. You're not going, we need you assessed and you're going to wait at least 24 hours and you have a gamut of tests you have to pass. So I think the best way to uh, prevent these injuries is education, education on what signs and symptoms of concussion are. And if you get hit, you sit. What's one treatment your osteopath Pascal can offer for a new mom specifically? The new mom specifically. So definitely, I would say like you want to have all asymmetries um, ad addressed and a lot of you're holding a new baby, right? So she's going to be working into all of those things. Breastfeeding, not breastfeeding, you're still holding, right? So she's going to be working into your new posture of holding an eight pound baby. You know, she's definitely going to be looking at you, the, all of the asymmetries because everyone has a favorite side. Everyone is, is going into those, these, these postures that they weren't, you know, before they had a baby. So, I mean, not just the, um, you know, holding the baby itself, but like your body is going through major changes and she can assess all of those asymmetries. She can assess how her body went through labor and uh, like I said, very gentle, hands-on treat, but very, very effective. All right, Victoria. Ergonomic chair or a standing desk? There's no such thing as an ergonomic chair. It's just, okay, I don't want you to sit all day and I don't want you to stand all day. I want you to do all of the things all of the time. Every 20 minutes switch your position. So you're going to stand, but you're also going to sit. Our bodies are full of joints, ball and socket joints, hip joints also, ball and socket. It's supposed to go in all of the positions, not one or two of the positions. So just change your position as much as you can. So that answer is both. And sit on the end of the chair, not back in your chair. <laughs> How many treatments would you recommend for someone seeking athletic therapy? So the, what we like to say in the clinic is you should be getting drastically better. We should start seeing changes by your fourth treatment. If I'm seeing you for six treatments and you're still not better, like we will refer you out of the clinic. Like you may need imaging. You might not need to go back to your doctor. We might need an MRI. We might need an x-ray, but like you should be getting drastically better. I mean, if you're doing the homework, you're doing the strengthening, the stretching, the balance. If, if, if you're taking all of our things into consideration and you're receiving treatment, she getting be getting dressed drastically better. So you expect to see an athletic therapist for four to six treatments. Victoria, tell us about your breakfast club. Oh, my breakfast club. Okay, so once a month, it's... Uh, <laughs> so breakfast club is with all of our practitioners and we... Uh, I'll bring breakfast food and we, it's kind of like a learning experience. So we've been able to teach each other what we do. So we know how we can better overlap. And we're actually going to be hosting Valley Vision is coming in the neuro optometrist and they're going to do a whole education uh, thing for us. Because again, we're all separate businesses. We need to be educated on when to refer. So our breakfast clubs once a month bring us together uh, because like I said, we're all separate businesses moving in all different directions, but like, when do we refer and when can we teach each other about what we do? So it's been really, really wonderful to have these breakfasts and learn about what each other does. And it, it doesn't just include within our clinic, it includes outside of the clinic. You spend almost every morning stretching, moving, and getting your yin on at this local business. Why Pine Yoga? I discovered yoga there, and it's that's really my place. Like I, I really love White Pine. Uh, there's definitely other amazing yoga studios around here. Uh, it's just that that's been my place for years, and I'm doing their on demand right now, and I'm loving it. And I kind of feel like if I close my eyes, I'm there. It's it's kind of awesome. So even their on demand stuff is amazing. All right, and what is one local business that you think everyone should know about? 
Oh my gosh, there's so many great local businesses. Uh, I, right now, I'm totally gaga for uh, with, uh, with Shayla and the things that she's doing for our business. And I think that, you know, having a local person here that has a degree in economics and understands numbers and understands business and her team of professionals that she have, uh, that she has, it, it's, um, you know, really revamping the way that we're doing business. And, um, and I needed that help. And so here I am saying again, once again, ask for help, help with your business, help with your life. And she's the one that I, I really think we're about to launch into this next level because of her. And I'm, you know, grateful to know her and, uh, yeah, totally recommend her. Check her out. Yes, definitely check out Shayla with Shayla Inc. Her and her team are powerful rebel women, and they are going to change your business like no other. She's incredible is an understatement to talk about Shayla. Like Absolutely. she is just Absolutely. doing great things. But Victoria, you and your team are doing great things. You guys are amazing. I'm, I'm really grateful that we were able to meet in person. I was able to experience your services, your staff. And I'm really excited to get this podcast out to get the word out to our community so that they know how amazing you guys are. Thank you. And in June, we're adding three more new therapists. So two more athletic therapists and one massage therapist. So we're really, really excited to be expanding our team. Fantastic. Oh, that's so exciting. Where, where are you going to put them? Are, do you have enough room in your building? Yes, we do. We do. So it's going to, it's going to be a bit of a juggling act, but we are two massage therapists are um, going to be sharing room. We have a whole other room that these other two athletic therapists are going to be sharing. And we're super stoked to be welcoming our new therapists, um, Jessica, our, our RMT and Mike and Audrey as our new athletic therapists. Oh, that's amazing. Well, come on June. Let's go. That's exciting. All right, Victoria, no tell everybody where they can find VC Athletic Therapy on your website, your social media pages, and how they can book an appointment directly. Okay, we're definitely, if you want to book in with us, you can get us at VC Athletic Therapy at janeapp.com. And we have vcathletictherapy.ca and our Instagram, VC Athletic. And you can see us at 3495 Petawawa Boulevard in Petawawa. Right on the main stretch. Fantastic. You know it. And maybe you'll even see Victoria paddling or at White Pine Yoga. You'll, you'll see her out and about in the valley at some point. All of those, it's important. You know, how you spend your day is how you spend your life. And as much as I love being in the clinic, I love being out of the clinic too. Well, I enjoyed spending my evening with you, Victoria. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and speaking with me. Good to see you, Holly. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for checking out this week's episode. Make sure you're following along uh, Victoria and her staff at VC Athletic Therapy on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you're following us, OB Boss Babes Podcast, on Facebook and Instagram as well. We've got lots uh, more great Boss Babes coming up in the next few weeks, so be sure to stay tuned. We'll be back next week. Thank you.